You know you gotta play stick. We got we gotta get into that first. We got we gotta work our way up and Yeah, I am the king of the E, and get it bitch screwed like the DJ. It's yeah, I am the sick when we play, we gotta chop what we play. Okay. Yeah, come through the city, we gonna chop your ass up just like the suit. AK for the sound stick, go stupid. Yeah. Start my lay out all over. Okay, just dirty, nappy head, each and land nigga, walk, set it down, support. Hold this bowl, hack, and chrome, wanna make it home, then get the support. Let a nigga cover, fade it for, have to fade a nigga at the fade it for. It's tomato, what's tomato? Either way, the boy, the quest, play it, I won't say it no more. I was just fucked up, I was just down, down bad. Fuck up, but I'm here for the crown. Board of Education versus Brown. I was Board of Education, left the town. Fuck a resume, and fuck a tap me down. Fuck a background, check background. When I get the check, nigga, that's now. I'm just fucked up. I was down, down. I had to tighten the fuck up, but I'm here for the crown, crown. Oh shit, I was just fucked up. I was down, down. I had to tighten the fuck up, but I'm here for the crown, crown, crown. Check, check, Mike. Niggas been counting me up. I'm counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit. The real ones been dying. The fake ones is lit. The gamers are balanced. I'm back on my shit. The bitly is dirty. My sneakers is dirty. But that's how I don't like it. You want my dick. I'm all in my bag. That's how I have to get. I do not smoke powder. I like taking a sip. I may hit the fuck, but I'm liable to trip. I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish. I roll with some fiends. I love them to death. I got a few mil, but not all of them rich. What good is the bread of my niggas? Change. I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you 
your mind. Two point oh. That's why I'm in Shout out to Dreamville. You are tuned in to Speak Your Mind 2.0 SYM Networks. Speak Your Mind. Okay. Speak Your Mind 2.0. It's your boy, sir. It's your boy, T.Y. And we are back for we episode back. 14. I was lost count of how many episodes we've been having. <laughs> hey, that, that shows you that we've been consistently in these seats giving y'all these this content so like he said we will be 
Round of applause for that. Hold on. We got to give us a, ourselves a round of applause. Wherever I put that shit. But, yes, episode 14. Heike, we did say we, we were going to record on the camera, but... This, got, hold on, we gonna get the, we gonna get there soon. We yes. got some we got some good news for y'all got for you guys, and you know some some great news for us as well. But you know we will hold off on that for you guys uh, later in the show. We'll let that be known. But until then, you get to hear our voices once more. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like I said, episode fourteen. Man, I don't really want to start to get into it too quickly with uh, the Dreamville uh, mixtape. But that's going to be probably majority of this episode. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of sports have, sports have been happening late, uh, recently. Uh, pretty much. Uh, well, just to start it off, uh, college basketball is now finally in the wraps, and the Kansas Jayhawks yes have now reclaimed the throne as the top dogs in college basketball. The Fighting Bill selves. Give them a running, round of applause. <laughs> now, we who was going to win this game? Because just. I just, I just would assume maybe North Carolina just because I've seen more consistency of them playing. But after what Kansas after what Kansas did to Villanova this past weekend, I'm like, Lord Jesus. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, in my in my defense, I, I was preaching Coach K and Duke winning this whole thing because, you know, it was just being set up. I am so glad that it happened. <laughs> I was seeing it get set up for them to win. But in in all, you know, they, they just didn't have the, the last-minute adjustments to win the game. They, win, they missed two critical free throws. I mean, that too. Even Coach K said he, uh, we got to make our free throws. But the real person I was really shocked about was uh, Caleb Love for North Carolina. Oh, yeah, they uh, man, shut him down in the um, championship game. Yeah, they shut him down because, what was it, in the first half, he only had like 11, 11 points before halftime. And then in the second half, they just held them to five points. I'm Man, like, God, I was surprised these niggas went, uh, Kansas went on a 22-8 to eight run in the Overcame second. Overcame a 16-point deficit. Yeah. That's the largest comeback in the championship history game, I think. That was crazy. So, right. again, much props to them. We'll definitely see what happens. College football, or I said football, college basketball, basketball. landscape is going to look a little different. Uh, Coach K is going to be out of yeah. here. Oh, yeah, that's going to be weird. But <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. We already know who I'm going to say Jawan Howard's going to get his team together. We're going to have another high-seeded recruiting class this year. And on top of that, we got a lot of uh, transfer talk going on right now. Oh, Lord Jesus. But I'm saying incoming, like, we're getting transfers in. We're, we're bringing transfers in. Oh, now y'all finally spending money? We, well, basketball-wise, we've been doing that. We've been doing that. Football, that's a different story. Well, we can get into football right now because y'all's spring game happened recently. And our spring game for Ohio State will be coming up. Soon, so so without, given given the spring game that I didn't know was on this like in the past weekend, but given what I seen, or I'll just give it to you. What did you see that you liked from the Michigan spring game? I mean, it wasn't a whole lot that I could really take away from because again, it is the spring game. But you know, with what I seen, I definitely could pick out who. I already know who the main people are, who the starters are going to be for the most part. But I definitely picked out, in my opinion, I picked out who's our third string quarterback, who's going to be in the rotation for the running back uh, position besides Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. It was To me, it was really a showcase for uh, the new wide receivers. Uh, Is Johnson still there with y'all? Uh, who? Uh, Cornelius? Yeah, Cornelius. A- again, APB out for that nigga this year for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's still there. Um we got a lot of we got a lot of young young guys, a lot of young talent out there. Cornerback wise, I seen some some plays. Was it? I also got to get a little glimpse of Will Johnson, uh, our 
highly recruited safety that we got this year. So, I mean, in my opinion, I didn't really see a whole lot to give a full-depth interactive speech all over the uh, the game, but for the most part, it was mostly just a showcase for the wide receivers and DBs, in my opinion. And we'll really, we'll really see what happens uh, in fall camp. That's when the real big decisions will come. But that's now, pretty much it for me. Now, for Ohio State, um, our spring game will be on the 16th. So that will be coming up soon at the time of this recording. But um, this past, about- the past weekend, though, we had our 7 on 7 scrimmage, and it's also student, student day. So some reporters from that have covered Ohio State Buckeyes, they were there in uh, – taking film and from what i seen out of the 12 minutes of the video that they posted on their website on youtube to me i mean it kind of goes without saying the offense is going to be the same just you know with different pieces at wide receiver you know with marvin harrison jr and uh emeka ibuka and also uh junior fleming but um jackson smith and jigba i mean safe to say he'll be the number one wide receiver picked out of this year's uh draft and Again, what can you say? The dude is—he's an all-around wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I heard he was just taking niggas' ankles in practices and just just expect another great season out of him. Now, um, what else? Oh, um, the O-line. I mean, couldn't really tell too much about the O-line, but I just have a gut feeling, and everyone, I think, and I think everybody else that does follow Ohio State knows that the starting five, as far as like the O-line, will be Paris Johnson, Donovan Jackson at left guard, um, Luke Whipler back at center, Matt Jones at right guard, and Juan Jones at right tackle. So that starting five, I mean, goes without saying, I think it's kind of already solidified right there. Now, on the defensive side, though, I will say, these young dudes on the D-line is, has been stepping up. Um, I've been hearing great good things about uh, Ty Lee Williams, who actually kind of makes a lot of sense because on why he didn't necessarily play a whole lot of games, like once he played the three consistent games he did play in. Because what I was hearing, like anytime he would like, you know, do – plays he'll be motioning to the sideline to like take him out like because he was out of breath so i can't breathe yeah so i I think his conditioning has gotten a lot better so i kind of expected him i kind of expect him to to take more reps on the field as far as like being on making plays and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i'm expecting that to happen ty hamilton uh the younger brother of devon hamilton i mean i think he might just have like a quiet solid breakout year because we're gonna need like someone to play like the uh three tech or the nose uh tackle with as far as like he tackle goes, because you know, um, Asel Garrett will now be going to the NFL at some point, so good mm-hmm. luck to him. But I've been hearing um, good things about him. Uh, oh, and um, personally, one of uh, my favorite D-, D tackles that we got in previous uh, recruiting class is uh, Michael Hall. I really feel like just give him like you know some some reps. I think he will definitely start producing. And the ends, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, you know. We got Zach Harrison back for his final year and Javante Jean Pepsi. So with those guys, I mean, I just really want y'all to kind of really show why you guys were both recruited so highly mm-hmm. and, you know, really show that, you know, athleticism that we know that y'all all possess. Right. And uh, Tyler Friday, you know, just with him just coming back from all the injuries that he's had just to see can he get back in the swing of things, and I believe he is. But also, too, at the same time, like, this is only, you know, spring camp. In fall camp, we'll have the rest of our D-linemen coming in because um, we picked up two great D-linemen. One was a top 10 D-in out of Texas, uh, Amari Abor, so out of Duncanville. So I can't wait for him to get on campus and, you know, get to work because I know he'll have a great future with him, and especially with the new system we got at um, – on defense, like, 
like I, I believe he'll be more so of a stand-up DN because that, that just fits his athleticism. So I'll be happy about that. Um, we got another great D tackle um, who's like pushing 295. So if he can, and he's 6'5 too. So if he could bump up to at least a good 310, that would be beneficial for us. So D-line, I'm happy about that and just can't wait to see. Can we actually put, you know, can we get back to what Larry Johnson has been producing out of D-lineman from Ohio State in pre previous years? So I'm happy about that. Linebackers, I um, haven't really too, heard too much about them because Jim knows he's also the linebackers coach. So I, if, if I have, if I had the best guess, I would just say he's really just trying to get them, you know, to really get back to knowing how to read and react to like plays and stuff like that. So and shooting in the right gaps. So I believe that's what's going on and stuff like that. Secondary goals, they are the ones I'm really kind of looking at as far as like who can really, you know, step up and help out, you know, Denzel Burke and uh, Cameron Brown. And mm -hmm. so far, the names I've been hearing is uh, Jordan Hancock and Cameron Martinez. I feel like those two in particular will play a, a significant role in this uh, new looking defense with Jim Knowles as the D coordinator and stuff like that. Also, too, we had two departing DBs who one of them I kind of assumed was going to transfer and the other one is like, I can see why he did. And I'm talking about Bryson Shaw and Legend Cavazos. And both of those guys, I mean, happy to have y'all play for Ohio State, but I understand why one of y'all left and I understand why the one had to leave. Because <laughs> let's just keep it real, like Bryson Shaw, I mean, you wasn't my best pick at safety let alone, I don't know how we flipped you from Wisconsin because he really does flip like a Wisconsin safety. It I'm just being honest. Yeah. But, um, not you know, because he's white guys. It's, but... not, it's not that. It's just he fits more so in their style of play. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he he was just there at the right time and, you know, with Josh Proctor getting hurt the second game of the season against Oregon. But, you know, he recovered from that and he's back in the swing of things. So it's only right, you know, he gets the starting job back and honestly he's better than him. But that's in the hero there. But, um, <laughs> I was about to say, so who, who do you think is your guys' breakout person? Besides uh, Smith, who else are you looking at to have like a breakout year, either offense or defense? Offensively, oof. I mean, I would just say the three receivers that I just named, Harrison, Ibuka, and Fleming, but I really think it's going to be uh, Ibuka because, again, the film that i seen from that scrimmage <laughs> – He's, he's going to do some crazy stuff. I mean, making one-handed catches. Like, this is going to be legit. But Marvin Harrison Jr., I mean, again, when your dad is a GOAT Hall of Famer wide receiver, mm -hmm. and not only did you, did you have do you have his name, but you're also taller than what he was, but your route running is insane. insane. So the so the red zone deep threat will finally be back with that. And honestly, my whole thing with Julian Fleming is is like if he can just stay healthy, he'll be fine. I mean, that's all that that's all he has to do. Just stay healthy. And he is straight. You know, because besides all the injuries he sustained, a healthy Julian Fleming is an athletic wide receiver that, mm -hmm. you know, needs to be showcased. Defense aside, I mean, I'll say as far as secondary goes, I would say Court Williams because, you know, I've been following him since high school, and this dude's like just anticipation to hit, let alone find the ball, is insane. And I was kind of glad he was able to get some playing time last year because you've seen it on the field when he was, you know, on the field. Like the way he was just, you know, time to um, snap count right to get any kind of pressure or whoever has the ball. So I'm happy about that. But I feel like they're going to make him more so as a safety to where he can, like, you know, just go up and contest the ball. But um, it's just because what I've been hearing is really all about matchups for them as far as, like, who can be best suited for this matchup and X, Y, and Z. So I've just been happy about that because the be I think now, you know, Ohio State defensively is now getting to the point where it's, like, the best player will play. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like, you know, with the – 
the partners of the two DBs that I just mentioned, I just feel like, you know, they just probably wasn't making, you know, headways or they weren't on coach's radar as far as like, okay, now nah, he, he can be suited for this and X, Y, and Z. But I mean, it is what it is. It's college football, but just, I think now we're finally getting to where we should have been always as far as like the best player would play, forget seniority. Like if you can play, you can play. If not, hey, you know, just keep fighting because eventually we your number will get called. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Sidebar before I, I, I give my little soliloquy about Michigan. <sighs> Uh, Lonzo Ball and, well, Lonzo Ball's going to be out for the rest of the year. It looks oh, like. man, that just reminded me about the NBA. Man. Um, and, and they're also saying Zach Levine is also out for the game tonight against the Bucks for the people that are uh, at the time of this recording. Because so, I've been going back and forth at work with a dude at work. He's a Bulls fan, and I'm, I've been saying we'll probably see y'all in the second round, to be honest. So I that, mean, the way they've been playing and the injuries that have been happening, I don't see it. I, don't, I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought they were going to get a lot healthier by the time playoffs start. That's what I that's what I was anticipating for. So I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. We'll definitely have to see. But to my po- back to my point about uh Michigan, my breakout players, I believe I'll say Donovan Edwards for y'all. Yeah, Donovan Edwards for the running backs, uh wide receivers, Ronnie Bell. Dang, I forgot about him. Yep, he's coming back for uh fifth year. Defensive wise Let that play out. Uh I mean it, it's gonna be I mean, definitely we're gonna have to figure out who on the defensive line is gonna be that guy. Cause I Who's don't, number ninety for y'all? Uh, Mo- Morris, Morris, I forget his name. Uh, Is it, but, isn't it Mozzie or something like that? Mozzie Morris or something like that. Something, something like that. Yeah. But I feel like he's going to have to be that dude. He, he play, He's going to be a uh, D-tackle or nose guard. So, yeah, he's, he's going to have a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of, what's the word I want to use? Fuck. Uh, attention. Attention uh, and responsibility. There we go. Uh, for the middle of the field. So, we'll, we'll have to see with that. But I will, I will say on, in the back end, Will Johnson and uh, you asking a lot for a freshman to do in his amen. first season of college football. I'm just saying y'all have a history of doing that, and that's always come back to haunt y'all. I'm just saying I don't well, care about the rating or his athleticism. You have a freshman playing. I understand his that. first season in college football with veteran receivers on a pony teams. I understand that, but I'm just saying he he's going to have to he's going to have to show something. He's getting thrown into the fire. He's getting thrown into wolves. Because, again, you don't just get Charles Woodson number and only for you to be a bust. I'm just saying. I know that. I'm not saying that. I'm going easy on him. But I'm saying he's going to have to have the break, uh, have a, a decent year for us to have or for us to be a contender, in my point. So him and then everybody on the uh, – on the ends, which is, or what I mean by the corners. Uh, right, I got you. Everybody, everybody has to do their due diligence. But that's right. that's it for me, though. Now, piggybacking back to NBA, um, Ben Simmons. Look, man, at this point, just shut up. Just say you don't want to play basketball no more. Let's just let's just call that what it is, man. Because right now, you literally you're ruining your own basketball career. Let's just keep it real. You 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 literally literally are because there's no way you. You know, basically won it out of Philly, and then when you finally got out of Philly, you went to Brooklyn. It looks like you were making your way back because, again, you, you know, cheering up and down on the, on the sidelines, like getting enough extra fast when someone makes a play. Like, you doing all of this only for you to be out the rest of the season? Like, come on, dude. Like, is your back really that messed up where you just don't want to play? 
It just, I don't and know. on top of that, you filed a grievance against Philly for $20 million. Like, come on, dude. Did he really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, he filed a grievance for $20 million. I'm like, dude. You guys hurt my feelings, so but, I need my money. And you see, like, that goes back to, like, what we had talked about before, like, with his whole shenanigans. It's just like, was it really a mental health thing, or you just was done with shit, and you just wanted to get paid and leave? And then when you finally left and got paid more money, now you want more money back from Philly. Like, come on, dude. Like, he said, I wasted my that process you guys put me through. I wasted my life. It's like he's putting himself in his own process of coming back to play when it's like, dude, they're, I mean, literally, not, they're literally setting you up to play. Like, how can you not pl- want to play? I understand that. I understand to the point of they're setting him up to play. But he need. I mean, to like you just said, Ty, he need, he's trying to get himself ready to play. So we can't. But how much more ready does he need to play? Because literally, know. if he was playing, I don't think Brooklyn would be in a playing tournament. I'm being honest. I don't know. I can't. I can't answer that for. And with for Kyrie you. now finally being back after pretty much the entire season, like, dude, there's no. What other way can you not want to play? Uh, you got me there. I don't. I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, I I would be. I'll be ready to go out there and play, but. I feel like again. I feel like they're really just waiting until the playoffs start, and then they're just gonna throw them out there and see what they get. To, to they be honest, that, then they're not gonna go no far, man, because he has no chemistry with them on the floor. They're gonna tell him just grab rebounds, defend, and, and that's pass. it. Don't shoot. Yeah, that's that's what I've been saying this whole time. That's literally how I see it. They're they're gonna be like, hey, bro, I just need you to run run up and down this court, defend defend their best player. Granted, get it. I need. They're probably doing. He's probably doing conditioning and stuff. Still being getting this has to be the longest conditioning process I've ever seen of an athlete of but any sport. He, I'm telling you, they really. If he plays, they're literally just going to tell him be a body on the court, defend and rebound, and throw the ball to KD and or throw the ball to whoever. Or just whoever set up anyone that can score. Yeah, basically that that's literally it. But I don't that's know. sad, but still, I, I definitely see that happening though. I'm just like, my God, this dude is just, he's getting annoying at this point, man. I can see why Kendall left your ass. I'm late. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll see, though. Uh, the NBA playoffs are around the corner. Um, people have been getting on the Lakers as well, saying that they, they might have a chance, but I've been saying they don't. They, they don't. don't. I'm sorry, they don't. So, and the fact is, like, I found this out, too, on first day when Magic was on there with Stephen A. They pretty much got to stick with that team because they, no, they really have no first-round picks. So it's just like, y'all got to deal with it. I mean, just cut, bottom line. I mean, I mean, you're right. They got cut. They're still going to cut Russ, though. Or they're going to. They're, they're not cutting Russ. <laughs> they're not. They got to. That, they're not, bro. I'm telling you, they have. What more do they have left to get somebody else? They're not cutting him. I'm sorry, they're not. Man, I think Magic even said it. They're not cutting Russ. Damn, if anything, Frank Vogel will get will be gone, but what, Russ is staying. What point does that make? That. You, Okay. I, I I don't know. I don't know. He's not even co- in if all, in all reality. He's not even coaching. LeBron's right, coaching. Right. That's what I'm saying. So what the fuck does that do? I I don't know. But that's what I've been hearing. But I mean, uh, but again, you you gonna literally have him for one season and just pay him out all that money that is guaranteed in a way. Like yeah, get him the fuck out of here. Trust me. Trust me. Again, like you, like and everyone that's been following sports, especially NBA and the Lakers, know that LeBron low-key fucked this up. 
I mean, yeah. Because there's no way you can you could have missed out on DeMar DeRozan, let alone Damian Lillard. That was, a, I mean, Dame was a, a far-fetched, but DeMar DeRozan, that was the most realistic. The way he has been playing, you put him on this Lakers team with LeBron and a somewhat stable Anthony Davis. You can, you will have a good seventh seed in the playoffs right now. Because when LeBron is out, guess what? DeRozan can own his fart and play. It'll drop 50 on you. Literally. <laughs> I mean, Dropped 50, 10, and 10 not too long ago. So it's just like, come on, man. Like, that, that's a hometown kid from Compton. Like, come on, dude. Like, I don't know they, how they, y'all missed out on that. They tried to do, I mean, look at Russ. He's a hometown kid. But still, though, he don't fit the system. I know. That's what I've, I've been saying that for real, for real. Like I don't I, know. And like I said, he is not a point guard. He's just an athlete that can play basketball. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. But it is, but, you know. It is what it is with that, but golly. Hey, all I know is heat, heat and five. Yeah. <laughs> heat and five. Right. Um, pop culture-wise, now. Yeah, you just want to dive into uh, pop culture? Yes. Now, again, we know, we already know the main headline that's still circling, the slap heard around the world. Mm-hmm. You know? And Go like, check out that episode, episode 13. We just dropped it. And, check uh, it out. And as of lately, you know, just, again, man, like, as a fan of Will Smith, it's sad to see, you know, him acting like this. But, again, when you have a narcissist, a non-accountable wife, and Jada Pinkin, it's sad, man. And, like, you know, it's even more sadder because now a lot of projects that he's been working on, they're now all 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 are being put on hold. Oh really? And yes, like because yeah. I found out Bad Boys Ford is now being put on hold once the whole this whole Oscar thing is being settled and But did like we that. really want to watch Bad Boys for? I mean, if you saw the third one, you would have to understand why a fourth one would come about. Yes. Okay. So I still need to watch it. So that that take was just be happy that is is out on on you know for you to buy, let alone it's on Star. So just be happy about that. Okay. But um but yeah, so yeah, it's on it was only right for them to do a fourth one. But still that's being put on hold. Apparently there was like a Netflix thing that he was in the works with. That's been put on hold. So so yeah, a lot of stuff is being put on hold for him because of damage control. Right. So yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of this work is being put on hold. And honestly, too, I want to see how Bel Air is going to turn out because they just wrapped up their season not too long ago, and the last two episodes were fire. Mm. By the way, I heard actually the last season was kind of cookie cutter. Or I said the last season, the last episode was cookie cutter. And they Bruh, made they left, they left off with the biggest cliffhanger going into the next season. I'm like, yo, y'all could have done more with this. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, don't leave us off like this, man. But um, but yeah, nah, like as all. All around, though, that Bel Air uh, series season one, fire. I encourage anyone who has not watched it to go back and watch it, and you will be surprised on a lot of stuff that actually goes on in this Bel Air world versus what happened in the 90s. But, no, it was a great show. But, again, I just I wanted to see if they're going to be put on hold because he's a part of the production with that. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping not, but I still. Mean, I see I see it very being a possible thing where everything he, ha- he has going on is probably maybe going to be pause for like six months to a year because that what i mean yeah ty you gotta think about that that you know how many people watch that shit let's get into that real quick this is my thing with that like i get it what happened was literally mind-blowing like out of all mind-blowing moments you can think of because again who would have ever thought to see will smith walk up on stage and just slap the shit out of chris rock on stage at an event as the oscars Mm-hmm. where pretty much is nothing but straight white 
white Hollywood up in that bitch. But my thing is this, all these white celebrities and actors and actresses that are coming out and saying that they're still distraught over a slap, I just want to tell y'all, can y'all grow up, please? Y'all act like y'all never seen somebody get slapped before. Now, granted, again, Slapping the place, <laughs> the placing of this slap the was- The time and place. Yeah, it was really out of left field. I understand that like this home run we just seen uh, in baseball at the time of this recording. <laughs> but Literally, still, left field. But still though, like y'all act like y'all ain't never slapped somebody or seen somebody get slapped. Let's just keep it real because Hey, some people let's not let's not glance over that because some people have never really seen that though time all, got, the, mo- really all think- the movies some of these actors and actresses have been in you mean to tell me you ain't never seen a slap mm-hmm. in your movie movie slaps but, are gra- different but granted than- but granted it's a movie slap but the motion of it no that is something <laughs> totally different <laughs> That is a stuntman acting like he got That's smacked. That's not a stuntman. You know, they, you know in movies, they angle themselves in a camera to where right. they can give you a good slap, but they add the sound effect on it. Right, but I'm still saying that is not, that's not comparable. You, if you're seeing a real life hit, palm to someone's cheek, he really, he really didn't get a full palm. Like his fingertips got across his jaw. Still, I'm just, I, I understand, but I'm just skin saying. to skin contact was made. <laughs> How, a lot of people have not seen that. I, I'm just gonna be real with you. Not a lot of people have but seen the that before. Dumbest thing I heard from that was when Wanda Sykes said that she felt physically ill at the scene. That I'm like, Wanda, really? Dude, he just blow. Like, Wanda's like, are you being serious? Like, you felt physically ill after seeing a slap? Like, come on now, really? Now you t- now you being overdramatic with that shit. Like, come on now. Hey, man. That, just, that right there is just doing too I much. wouldn't say it made me sick, but it was definitely just mind-blowing. It was just like... It was just a mind-blowing incident that happened that no one really expected. Because, again, for the longest, people thought it was part of a skit. But it wasn't. That shit was real life. Man. That, that legit happened. Man. You know, but just, yeah, all these celebrities coming out saying about how they still are feeling distraught or, like, you know, they having nightmares or this shit. Like, can y'all grow up, please? Like, honestly, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care if you white or black, if you a celebrity. Get off. Like, stop. Right. This didn't happen to you. This It just happened in front of you. <laughs> that's all that. That's all that is. Now, now stop. Now, <laughs> my thing is, I really want to see what this Red Table Talk will be like with Will and Jada. Now, granted, I already know what the setup is going to be. It's pretty much going to set up for Jada to look like she's a victim when honestly, in hindsight, if you really know women or you look at women's, you know, moves and shit like that when it comes to men, you set all of this up by just literally talking hella shit about Will, your husband, to his face and to your audience on Red Table too. So, let's just get that clear. She's going to set herself up to be the victim. And then, of course, Will is going to low-key start crying and talk about, you know, what came over him and, and why he wishes he, he regrets and wants to take that back and shit like that. So, yeah. that's how I figured it's going to go now. And then he's going to talk about how he wanted to defend her, her honor and all that good stuff. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But, again, there is a but. that was, Again, that wasn't a place for you to do it, no. but you could have still defended her by saying what you yelled at Chris after you slapped him. Yeah, that, but even, that still, been but the, even still, that would have been enough for Jada. Right, she still would have looked at him like, "That's all you gonna say? You just gonna yell back at him?" That no. should have been the initial uh, thing you did first was the the yelling aspect. But right, right. but oh, 
And now transitioning into music. Yo, this is the second time when we are literally recording right now and we have the TV on. Every time they show the Lakers, they always got to show Anthony Davis do a nice pirouette and breaks his ankle. And speaking of ankles, LeBron messed up his ankle too against a form, against like a team later down the line. But still, just every time we are watching the Lakers, it's always an injury. An injury, let alone an, an Anthony Davis injury with him and his shattered glass ankles sorry um what was i about to say you you brought up the point of tory lanes who else you said you oh said man so apparently this nigga tory lanes was arrested at the time of this recording in court today where i guess he violated some form of uh restraining order the following uh Megan the Stallion, and I'm just like, at this point, this shit is getting old and annoying, because it's like, do we really got time for this again? Because my what? thing is, when that first happened, it's like, okay, y'all should have, my thing is, the people in that car should have just came out and said what really happened. They did that, we probably would have been moved on from this by now. They were trying, they were trying to keep everyone safe. They were trying, they weren't trying I mean, to be snitches. Who was, really sa- who was really safe, there was gunshots fired at someone's feet. I mean, you're right, but <laughs> I don't know. They just didn't want to be the the quote-unquote snitch or the person that that told so but again all this really happened because someone was getting pussy yeah for attention yeah yeah hey man all i have to say is the court proceedings that that will take a long time um granted they said that the uh the court the uh, court orders will be uh be done here soon because we're getting it's been like what yeah like a year plus a good year like, so i think i think they were getting closer to the actual verdict I and think then that was this nigga did what he did is like, dude, it's like now I feel like with him doing that, that's gonna push it, yeah, that's gonna, gonna push it back. It, it's not just push it back. Now it's gonna set up good for Megan. Like And and to your point with just saying that, she has been on the most craziest rollout or not rollout, but like publicity run. Run just making sure that her her um, image image is just crystal clear because she just came out and said that she's got a doc series coming out. Uh, she was at the Grammys. First, first person or first uh, female act to perform at the Grammys, um, and Oscars. And, oh yeah, and Oscars. My fault. And uh, she's got a TV show coming out on Snapchat, like I, I said on a previous episode. Um, she's just doing everything possible to be in a good light with the public. To make sure by the time this verdict comes out, the public, the public eye does not. Just but even turn still, on. niggas still know what really happened and how you and what you did too. Mm-hmm. Like we still know that. So let's not breeze over that. Like, granted, what you're doing, yeah, it's good for you and your image, but we know what really happened because you kind of told your side of the story without telling it. For real. So But it was proof but honestly you kinda snitch on yourself because think about it. How do you get shot in the foot but then the next time we see you you're twerking back on stage. Like it's like nothing happened. I don't know. That that's where that's what got me too. You know, definitely like a flesh wound or something like that. Definitely like shrapnel probably hit her foot, but even still, like even with shrapnel, now granted we both have not been shot, but I would have just assumed not planning on to either. Exactly. You know, but I would just assume even if you got like shrapnel in your foot, that's gonna take a minute for you to start back walking without a boot on or something. Yeah. You know, but um but still but just now transitioning into music, man. Look, I did not know this woman, Jasmine Sullivan, has been taking twelve L's when it comes to Grammys, and she finally got the Grammy that she been should have got deserved. But again, this is my thing. Like, hold on, before you get into that, do you even feel like the Grammys are even that thing anymore? It, at one point, it was. Yes, at one point it was, but now, do you think it is? Like, do no. do motherfuckers really care about that shit now? No, because it's like when we know who we feel like should win, they don't. 
Yeah. And Jasmine Sullivan is that perfect example because 12 times she's lost and this and this album that honestly is still a great album it will be an all-time classic when she hangs up her hangs up the mic mm. you mean to tell me this album was the final was the final straw that broke the 12 uh losing streak of her in the grammys and she finally got the grammy got a grammy that she desperately well deserved like come on now really i just feel like and i'm just i'm saying this myself i just feel like that's just finally white people coming around and being like oh no yeah we like her I love, we love this album mm-hmm. she's put out classic other hits i feel, I feel that, are, that were grammy worthy and it's just like come on y'all really because when it comes to the like the grant any of these like award shows because i don't feel like we have our a, a good representation of us i mean the bet awards is one thing but as yeah, far as that, like other stuff yeah i see i see where you're going with that but it's just we don't have that voice in those in those rooms to be like hey this is what's actually working out in the in the culture in the mass in the in the public eye and everybody it's just like it's, again it's just like a whole bunch of old white people that just l- seem like it they know what's going on but don't really know what's going on you know what i'm saying so it's like quality over quantity it's just like come on now like really like she should have been got at least like three or four grammys under her belt at this point in her mm-hmm. career so it's just like yeah that was annoying but i'm um, also too i heard um i saw that uh SZA and Doja Cat won a grammy for their collab together mm-hmm. shout out to lucky day he got his grammy yeah 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 he's just been even on the road since his yeah. album dropped <laughs> but he didn't he didn't win the out al- i mean granted his album came out right before the grammy so he won it for um another album that he did he, he did it with the uh, duet uh, album where he had like a whole bunch of uh female artist or female r&b singers and yeah, I got you. Oh, and um, I think uh, Silk Sonic won a Grammy too. They they went they did a uh, four peat. They went four for four. Oh, yeah, four feet on the Grammy. That's crazy. <laughs> they went four for four. Uh, they got uh, a clip of Anderson uh, Pack uh, getting one of the awards, and he was saying it's so hard to be uh, be humble out here. But you know, when you went four of them, it, it was just funny. I thought it was pretty good. But granted, it's kind of weird with them because since they came came in so quickly and just formed that group so fast. I mean, the album itself is, is a is a classic album. Just with, yeah. the, with that seventy style funk. Now, okay, now I'll say it is a classic. Classic sound. I'll say okay, yeah, I got you. Classic sound. Not, I wouldn't say a classic album just yet, but it's a classic sound, and they did it very well. So they I, knew they knew how to put the right people together for that. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I just feel like you know that that was a lot of uh, industry money being put into effect with that one. Granted, they definitely deserve that. Oh yeah, but sure. I don't know. I just feel like they got a lot of backing be, behind them to uh, be put up for those awards. Well, out the window and um. Yeah, smoking out the window and um, leave leave the door open was the two was the two ones that really just sold everyone on that album. So mm-hmm. so yeah, but there was other songs on that album that honestly I just kind of prefer over those two because they were too commercialized. Yeah. So so yeah, but also too now music. This is what I think we both have been waiting on. Now before we get to the main music that uh, everyone has been bumping lately, um, the goat himself, Chris Brown, has dropped a recent uh, song called Warm Embrace mm-hmm. and. And you played you played the snippet on here earlier too. No, I didn't. Did you do? I, not on the not on the pod before we got on. <laughs> no, you played the uh, the little snippet on on the pod. Before. When? Uh, oh my bad, my bad. Okay, now now I know what you're saying. Mm, no, you saying. played a little snippet of it, but we didn't have we didn't hear the full song yet. It it wasn't out yet, but from what that part from that time you played it, I was like, yeah, that's definitely it. But now since we've heard the full song, well, I did. You, I don't know about you. But... Yeah, I've heard the full song. Okay, now now I'm gonna test your music knowledge on the sample that he got from this song. So just give me one second. Mm-hmm. 
Since you asked me uh, on the phone uh, a couple or what did you ask me about? You asked me about it yesterday. I've been I've been trying to think about it, but I've been I've been stuck. I don't know. I definitely do. Like, not what know. were you initially thinking? Like on the sample that he got from? Um, for some reason I was I, w- I was thinking. Oh no, I was I was thinking boys and men for like two seconds. Now I will say this though: you were in the right category as far as nineties R and B groups. Mm-hmm. So you're in the right field, but it's not boys and men. Mm-hmm. But that's that's where I I, I kind of drew a line. I was like, I don't know. I, I want I wanted to look it up, but I was like, you know what? Let me, that will that will defeat the purpose. So go ahead and fill me in, Ty. I don't I don't know. I throw on my towel. So if so, like I said, you're in the right category as far as like the uh, era of music that um that you were in, but like I said, it wasn't them. It was another group from the 90s that um, another famous producer was a part of. 112? Warm. And it's not Jodeci either, so just take yeah, them out the picture. Yeah, I was about to say, Jodeci was about to be my next pick. Uh, I don't know them. Yeah, I really don't know. Well, I'm going to play them, play them for you, and then we'll go from there. Now, if there's an ad, I will just unplug my phone first, then play it, then um, come back and play it. <laughs> trying to say new uh new edition but it's uh, not new edition i know it's not but um, it's that new jack swing though yeah, that's why uh, that's why that's what's messing you up fuck i know who this is too i can't i, I can't remember the name right now look at my phone huh look at my phone uh, <laughs> i so see yeah. i see i see so yeah he sampled guys let's steal and when i found that out i'm like that makes perfect, perfect sense, sense. Because this song is more slower, but what he did, he just opened up the tempo, but yeah. kept the same um, baseline, instru- same baseline, and he uh, kept one of the chorus of parts on that song. So, because I had to tell, I had to tell certain people like y'all gotta actually listen versus just listening to the song. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, shoot, we're talking about samples. Uh, going into the uh, Dreamville D Day since we're here now. Um, well, the Ari Lennox, the first Ari Lennox song, that was a sample off of, um, 
Damn, what? I'm, think, I'm thinking of other songs, but... Uh, fuck. I gotta play it now. <laughs> uh, but until he figures that out, yeah, this Dreamville mixtape was fire, and I just felt like it was nothing but straight freestyles that they did and said, fuck it, put them on the album. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's Alicia Alicia Keys already, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to play the rest. I already know. But yeah, that that's what, when I first heard the song, I was like, you know what? I love you, Ari. Not wait, my bad. That's not that not, that's not Alicia Keys, right? She re redid that song, mm. but it was somebody. It was from somebody else. Yeah, yeah it's another. It's another uh, person. I can't remember the name right now, but oh, Mary, Mary. Is it Mary? I think so. Or she did. She did it too. It had to be there, someone before a, that. It's a lot. Uh, a, pe- a lot of people have done a lot of different renditions, too. But I think songs. it was Mary. I'm being honest. I think it was Mary. Oh, but one of her first two albums when she came out. I think it was Mary. It has to be. Well, we'll have to fact check that. We can uh, look that up. I definitely think it was Mary. Not, But Excuse it me. wouldn't be shocked if Alicia Keys did a song like that because she fits that same style of song anyway, too. Right. But. but in general, uh, since we're here now, D-Day, <sighs> uh, Dreamville, Gangsta Grills, Mixtape. Man. I don't think no one, because I remember you posted this on your story, like, what other rap group is, you know, messing with Dreamville? And honestly, I don't see nobody else fucking with them. Man. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sorry. Like, we, we've we had... Like, they have groups within a group. Like, that's how talented they are. We've we've seen, we've gone through the ASAP, ASAP mob. We've gone through TDE. We went through the Young Money phase. Young Money. We've just multiple, multiple groups and stood the test of time. Which they have, but they've all broken up. They were all. It, it was. It was the right time for their groups to shine in a way. Yeah, it was the right time for their groups to shine. But I and think, also, as as individuals, they all went off and did their own thing. And I feel like more they kind of flourished more so solely than a group thing. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, uh, uh, Ray Trimmer. Granted, right. where the fuck are they? Where the fuck they've been at? But that's another topic for another day. But I uh like tall uh, like uh I said like tall. Like, uh, like we just said, um, I just don't, in my opinion, I just don't see any group that's doing what they're doing. Like, no, not even, we, at a certain point, we even had TDE and Dreamville neck and neck. And but we then, even haven't, we haven't seen a TDE project, and I don't even know how long. Not even a, a song as a collective. Like, they, I don't know what's going on with TDD, TDD, TED. It sounds like you said TDE. But I just don't know. You got Kendrick moving like he's about to start. His, I mean, granted, he's about to start his own label with Baby Keem and many other acts to be announced. Um, SZA, she's on on fire, but doing solo no, she stuff. Was, she was with TDE for a minute. Yeah, she well, she's still technically there. Oh, I I know that. I didn't know where she was signed to. Yeah, she's with TDE. Um, was it uh, Absol? I mean, he be MIA. I don't really know where he be at, but. He drops great, great music. Uh, Reason, we've seen him on the past two Dreamville uh, albums. I don't know where where, where he lies at. Schoolboy Q, where has he been at? Mega, <laughs> where exactly? Who who else am I missing? Uh, uh, Isaiah Rashad just J- dropped. J-Rock. Yeah, J Rock. J Rock had an album. Uh, was that two years ago, or a year ago? So he he's fair. He's fairly out here, but he hasn't dropped anything. Uh, Consistently, yeah, lately. recently, uh, and Isaiah Rashad, he just dropped his uh, uh, house, uh, burning house album. 
that was fire. Great album. But it's very, it's a hit and miss. It's like niggas ain't really moving. The TD or Dreamville is as a collective. Once once they come together, you know that. You're going to get everybody's yeah, best. Yeah, you're going to get everybody's best. Because, again, they're another group that can still hold their own. But when they come together as a collective, mm-hmm. you get magic. Facts. And it's just like, again, Cole, Boz, Jid, Lou, Kaz. His freestyle was fire. Mm-hmm. O- Omen. Omen, niggas really need to put more respect on Omen. Granted, he... He might be go. I'm. I'm not gonna say he's ghostwriting for everybody in the camp, but nigga, he's he, had his hand in yeah penmanship. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah, Re- put some respect on my nigga's name. And uh, of course, you know, nothing goes to say without about Ari. So yeah, that that's a, a granted, right there. Granted, she be doing some wild shit on on the internet, but you know, they be taking her stuff out of context. But yes, I understand. I, I do believe that too. But sometimes she do be wilding too. So it's just like I don't want her to get so removed from the music you feel me so it's like i don't want all her off the off the mic off the off the shit kind of uh to fiascos yeah fiascos be be like her you know pitfall and downfall of her music career but honestly i don't think i don't think that's gonna happen yeah i don't think so either but but now let me ask you this though so out of all the rap groups that you just named in their respective primes who are you taking one through whatever or who are you placing like who like listening listing them in order like one through one, so like ASAP Mob Young Money uh, TDE Ray Shrimmer and uh, Dreamville. Um. <clears throat> or do you even want to put Migos in there too? Yeah, Migos is in there too. Uh, shoot, who else am I? Met? Who? What else is in there? Well, Odd, Odd Future. They had their uh, with Tyler the Creator and uh, all of them at one point. That was, uh. Uh, I mean, there was there's a lot of groups, but but the ones that were more consistent, I think it was again Ray Shrimmer, um, TDE, Young Money, Dreamville. Um, what who else did I say? Uh, Migos. Migos. Yeah, um, just okay. Just those names alone that I just named. Yeah. Who are you listening like one through how many? How many was that? Six or five? I'll, I'll say six, but I'll, I'll just knock it down to five. Yeah, let's say five. Uh, I mean, as of right now, I mean. Dreamville, I'm again. I'm not trying to be biased, but I am biased. Uh, Dreamville is num is my number one. Just off alone, what what they've been doing as as a collective, because coming off the Revenge of the Dreamers three and what they did with those with that listening session as a whole, like no no one ever thought that was possible if we really think about it, because they were literally having niggas just come down to Atlanta and just making fire and we still don't even we still don't even know how many songs came out of there and how and how many people are just holding shit right now because that listening session was just historic in itself so i i hold them at number one migos i would say you to, you can put migos at too because granted you yeah. know a lot of stuff is, is kind of a little bit commercialized but mm. at the same time they been consistent you know with their album recently just dropping and then even too with like you can honestly say like Quavo and uh Offset you know doing solo projects mm-hmm. and but, was, but Takeoff is kind of like you know behind the scenes like mm-hmm. and I think Takeoff's about to uh, get ready to drop an album too because I I've been seeing on his uh on his Instagram because honestly ever since Rich Nigga Timeline like Takeoff has really been growing on me for real honestly I he's the best Migo in my rapping rapping wise rapping wise yeah I understand, I understand. he's the best Migo. Or he's yeah he's the best person in in the Migos. 
Then when you got you got uh, Offset, best flow in my opinion, and then you got Quavo with uh, the best hooks. But in all, in all, put putting all three of them together, top second group in my opinion, and then. Just nostalgia, you gotta put Young Money. I was about to say like I, I had a feeling you gonna say Young Money right there because their run was just too crazy. Bro. It was like, too crazy, right? And then just how what came about uh, that group and who where everybody went. I mean, it's just you can't you can't fight that. I mean, because you had Wayne doing his thing off of the run he had with the Carter Three, let alone the Carter Two, because mm-hmm. that set up the Carter Three for him right. to, get, to get everything else. Then you get Drake, you know, coming straight straight off of the grassy out the wheelchair. <laughs> you know, finally got a hairline that was straight. You know, not crooked off to the side. <laughs> you got him dropping his shit, and then of course you get Nicki, who just literally came out of nowhere, brought literally. Wasn't re imagery of what uh, Little Kim was with her image at the time, and then you had guys like Tyga. Uh, just yeah, just you had a lot of people out of Young Money, but you know as time progressed, you know everybody went their own way, and mm-hmm. you get what you see now. You know, just Wayne's dress was like they about to fall out. Drake always in his feelings. Nicki, you know, just I mean everybody's still doing great things in the respect in, in the respect of lanes, but you know that just having them together as a group that was. Just, I mean, because we kind of saw a glimpse of that with a. Uh, what um seeing green with uh, uh Nikki Drake and Wayne like mm-hmm. like literally giving us straight Young Money vibes with that song. By and by the way, I will say this to this day. Y'all can quote me on this. That had to have been the best sample I have ever heard on a track. Cause the thing is, I've heard that beat before on Instagram. Cause mm-hmm. someone posted it. Someone posted what if uh, Jay Z and Nipsey got on that beat. And what I said in the comments that I w- I'm still getting likes from it still to this day. I'm so weird. Like, I, I kid you not. And, and then, and then uh, what? Uh, I was about to say, it's a tie for me because... You feel like both uh, ASAP Mob and TDE really could have took it off the way they Man. Them, the it, potential was there, especially yeah, for ASAP Mob. Yeah, but just niggas just were... I don't, I don't know for sure, like, if they had, like, some beef. In- I don't think it was beef. I just feel like they just didn't know how to, like, post in the right way, especially with ASAP Mob. All the niggas in that group. Yeah, with ASAP, but I also think niggas were all... Because we look at Rocky right now. Nigga is a fashion icon. So he, I think his mind was more... Business and Business music. and fashion than music. And then, then what about Ferg? Ferg was more... I don't know. He was... Because just off this, this feature right now, he still got it. He still can rap with the best of them. But right. I feel like it goes to your point where they didn't really know how to package him. And he also was seeing how Rocky was moving with like the fashion stuff and everything. So, and also again, when Aesop Yams died, that's what really, really took them over the over the top. That that's kind of where everybody kind of like went their own way. Yeah, because he was like he was the real main. He was, a, he was a glue. Yeah, he was a real main person. He was the person that got all them together in the first place. So how did that? Mean? He got shot or something? Nah, lean overdose. Uh, drinking too much lean. Dang. Yeah, and then TDE. It's just I, they're more of a head scratcher than anything. <laughs> Because you got Top Dog, and I'm just like, bro, he looks like he knows how to put talent together and make sure everybody's working right. Now, putting a game plan for them to get published is where he messed up at? I wouldn't say messed up at, but he didn't strike the iron when it's hot. Other than Kendrick, he didn't know how to do how to handle everybody else. Kind of, because it's like he would take so long, like just the, the break in between everybody's albums would be so long and it'd just be like you're losing momentum. I get it, but you, I felt like they were losing momentum when they would do that because it would be like, uh, say for instance, Kendrick would drop like a, he, he dropped today or something. You wouldn't see nothing from Kendrick for the next like two, three years. <laughs> in this scenario, 10. <laughs> there you go. But it's like, 
I just felt like he wasn't using the time diligently. He wasn't like I said striking the iron when it was hot. He didn't he didn't have them put uh put more music out after after the time after the fact. Cause honestly, I feel like we both can agree. Like if Cole and Kendrick put out Black Friday as a full blown mixtape, I think that would kind of I think the world help, it would have helped both Dreamville and TDE out a lot. The world would have exploded. And then to your point, J Cole found Kendrick, so Kendrick would have been could have been signed to Dreamville at a point. I, I mm, mm. honestly, if that and that was the scenario, then Dreamville's outdoing everybody. I'm sorry, mm. Migos would not be touching shit with Dreamville, and Kendrick was on Dreamville. He, uh, Cole even said it in an uh, interview. I gotta find, I gotta find the interview again. Uh, but he said he was the uh, one that found Kendrick and put him on to uh, Top Dog. So, so he kind of did Kendrick a favor versus him being greedy, be like, Nah, nigga, you same with me because I got a label that I'm about to start soon, and your ass gonna be like my like my second hand in command, basically. You know, but, oh, godly him and Jid on the. I mean, you see, they they say the comparisons of uh, Jid and uh, Kendrick are the same. They both have the same kind of flows. They do the same kind of uh, voice voice flows sometimes. But so. even but even still, other than Jid, him and Loot, what? Yeah, that would be. Uh, it would be crazy, man. But but nah, it was meant for him to be on t- t- Top Dog. But but still though, that if that would if that ever happened when they initially when Cole initially found Kendrick, you just wanted to go ahead and write the wall on the writing right there, Kendrick and Cole on that same album yeah, and then eventually they still get everybody else on Dreamville with Baj, Jid, Luke, Cop, probably Kaz. Earth it, Gang, all of them. Like, because what, I'm pretty sure like, you know, Kendrick and Kaz, they probably got ties together with both of them both being from Yeah, the West Side. Yeah. Or West Coast. Yeah, because uh, uh, Kaz, I think he's from, he said in the song, and he from Crenshaw, right? Uh, I thought he said Compton, but I could be wrong. Either either one, either one. I'll just, we'll, we'll go with both. For yeah, right but now. still, just the, that West Coast connection, like that's like a tight-knit group, so mm-hmm. they, everybody know everybody for real if you in LA if you living on the west coast and if you in music so yeah so again it's just this dream but i mean and then on top of that when have we heard against against the grills man what was that like back in like elementary and high school or something man it has been a long time yo it's been a long time and i mean that and that that tag still holds weight like if if you get a gangster grills tag on your shit and a DJ drama uh, co-sign, basically, that still means a lot. That still means a lot. So, and then for them to drop this with no warning, just like they just post. Just say, fuck it, we dropping it. Yeah, we just dropping just be, it. Just be ready. <laughs> and again, I, I, had to, I had to sit back and just think about it, too. I was like, damn, these niggas just dropped a, a surprise mixtape. They they got a festival. Man, uh, that's another that thing. That festival was so lit. Uh, we need to go. When they played stick, Jid was going off. You hear me talk? We need to go. We need to go to like because like the only other one I really watched all the way through was uh Cole's uh festival where mm-hmm. um we literally brought the entire Dreamville out. Then um, of course you know he uh, brought Ari out for their song and and stuff like that. So I, I was happy about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, but now nah, like when Jid and them perform and they played stick and that and that was the clip that went viral. I'm like man, that's a fact. Oh, I'm, I'm putting this out there. That's why I'm is going to. Uh, the festival one of these years. I need I need to go. I just need to be a part of the that festival. That festival looks so fire. I don't need to go to any other festival but that one. If you just just one Dreamville fest, you'll be you'll be done with it. Any Man, festival. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. That's all I need to go to. Fuck a fuck a Rolling Loud. Granted I kinda wanna go to Rolling Loud, but that's a different story. Coachella. 
Nah, fuck Coachella. I don't Sorry, no, Kanye's out of Coachella, too. No, is he? <laughs> yeah, he said he ain't doing it. Like, I'm so weird. He said, I'm, I'm making my money off my stem I mean, he just became, like, Forbes just announced he's, like, a, a billionaire or 200 billionaire or something like that. Again, he, he making that guap off that, that stem player. He don't need no uh, damn Coachella. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just, just the whole the whole thing. I thought it was a great, great rollout. Dropping music right before you uh, hit your uh, festival stage. Side out, this nigga Giannis and these jokes after every game, Loki, is corny, but it's Giannis, so he got that uh Greece accent. So he it makes it funnier when he tells a joke. Cause literally he like uh at the time of this recording, we watching uh them because they playing the Bulls at the time at today at, at the time of this recording. And he just said a corny joke, but again it's Giannis, so his accent and his facial expressions are, are gonna sell you on it. Probably. He said he said, Why did the orange lose lose the race? It ran out of juice and then ran off. Like, no, like right. That nigga's lame. Shut up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, just dream build, man. I just don't see anyone taking the throne from them. Um, granted, we don't really have a lot of groups nowadays in that the first place. That are consistent and willing to stick together and, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, again, dream build like the Warriors, man. This DJ Drama said it in the in the uh, in the mixtape. You you see in the dynasty. I don't see anybody else that has a collective of, of people like this moving and uh, doing this rap thing at a high caliber. Like and can like still that. hold their own individually. Yeah, individually. Because again, Luke just dropped a. a his album uh at the at the top of la at the top of this year or was it close to the end of last year? But regardless, that shit was fire. Um Boss, I'm waiting for him to drop a project. Bo- like, yeah, Boss is coming. He's he's got a uh song come uh coming with Gunna uh here soon. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, and of course Jid, you know, that, that Yeah, Jid's coming with an album here soon as well. Um who else has dropped recently? Cause dropped maybe like a year or two ago. Cole's getting ready to uh drop another album here soon. So every and I think Ari Lennox is about to drop an album here soon too. So niggas is moving, bro, and it just it warms my heart. It warms my heart. My my favorite group, my favorite artists out here doing it. And man, I just I just can't say nothing much more. Shit is crazy. Like I would have come up with the SYM topic, but honestly, this this music topic just so just kind of took over. <laughs> again, this mistake was fire, man. And it's like you said, the consistency that this label is has for years, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then again, whenever all of them just get together and do something as a collective, you get nothing but straight fire. Exactly. So just, but yeah, man, I don't see nobody else really messing with Dreamville right now until unless I, don't, I unless something happens where Wayne said, hey, nah, everybody come back, we gonna do a Young Money album, like. Yeah, do a Young Money mixtape or something. Something. I mean, because, Lord Jesus, is, I just don't see it. I really don't. Also, sidebar, uh, this weekend or this Friday, um, Fabio Foreign is dropping his uh, album. So be on the lookout for that. It looks, uh, it's called Bible, but uh, it's a it's an acronym. I don't know what the acronym stands for just yet, but that's what the title is. We'll figure it out. Dropping uh, April 4th, or no, April April 8th, my fault. April 8th. Um, he dropped the track list, too. He's got, he's got some good features on on there he's got uh what Quavo on a couple songs he's got the uh Kanye and Alicia Keys track um I, I Nikki yeah he got no uh I think that Nikki song was her song so oh, okay he got featured on that but he's got uh Young Blue who else did I see on there what happened to him <laughs> Um, I did hear like a couple things like he was just down bad. He had some like mental mental stuff going on or just okay. you know, just feeling down. But he should be all right from the last time I heard. All right. But uh yeah, he again he's just got a he's got a album coming out. Track list looks good, feature list looks good, so 
I'm excited to hear what what he does. Hopefully, it doesn't sound like every fucking drill song we've we've heard. You, you, know? you, you know, most of the album will. Be I mean, yeah, but you know, there's certain you can you can make it different with certain elements. You feel me? So it's like it it can't all. It's not supposed to be a drill beat consistently. There's got to be like a beat change, a tempo change, or something. So hopefully, he he incorporates that. But uh, what else? What else am I? We're on new music, so. Let me see who else was I listening to. This Dreamville album was the main thing I listened to for. I just ain't think Heaven's EP would be the last song on that, on that mixtape. See, I knew, I kind of figured because just he just dropped that song out of nowhere, <laughs> so it was just like you know this this gotta be on like an upcoming project or something. And Lord behold, he he had one. Um, what else did I listen to? Um, Jordan Lucas, uh, yay, not crazy. Yeah, I heard, I heard, heard about that. Um, Toy Lanes, he's he's been dropping a back to back song, so he's got Taking Care and then Florida shit. That's the two songs he's got right, got out right now. Um, that woman brace, uh, Ty was just talking about fire. Um, Freddie Gibbs, uh, him and Rick Ross. That song is actually pretty good. It's called Ice Cream. Um, Wiz Khalifa, um, Gucci Mane with uh, Key Glock and Young Dolph, R.I.P. Um, that's about that's about it. I mean, Lil TJ, it was okay. But for real, for real, like I said, oh, LMA, she's got an, another song out. Um, but yeah, for real, for real, it was just, it was really that Dreamville tape for me, yo, that, that really stole the show for the, uh, for the weekend. So. Thanks. Hey, man. I don't got nothing else to add that. Oh, the good news that you said we had? Oh, round of applause. Uh, let me get that going. Round of applause, round of applause. <laughs> So, uh, like I said earlier, good news. Uh, like we said, we are going to be back in front of the camera here soon. Um, also, we are going to be in a new environment. Granted, we'll probably we will be recording in in this place as well with the camera. But when we uh, do interviews and uh, just other stuff like that, we will be in another studio. Um, we are about to go check that out this weekend and try and work some things out. But be on the lookout for a new designation for. Uh, speaker mind you know we're trying to elevate elevate trying to give the best possible experience for the listeners uh for the viewers so you know stay with us you know big big things coming uh elevation big big money moves big moves consistency still being the key consistency still being the key i feel like we've been hitting on all cylinders when it comes to consistency because we haven't missed a week so far so yeah so just be on the lookout for that new new episodes coming soon new video episodes coming soon so just stay tuned tap in with us man right and with that this is speak your mind 2.0 it's your boy seth it's your boy ty and we home. speak your mind 2.0 sym networks speak your mind For the people listening on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and SoundCloud, um, Leaper of the Day is, um, don't know yet, okay, uh, Seti Hendrix, RPS, and Codeine.